This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back in on the drive. Pete Sweeney is here. You know what? I changed my mind, Quentin. I would like to do the hits. We're going to wait a little bit to do the hits, though, so just wait a little bit. We're doing the hits. We are going to do the hits. Not right now. We're going to do the hits in a little bit of a different way. I'm going to take care of the hits today. I got a good idea of what I want to do for the hits. Oh, all right. Uh, Pete Sweeney is here. That's what I want to do. Let's talk about Kadarius Tony for a little bit. Okay. And then we'll do the hits. So we've been talking about it on our show, I'm sure, this week on your website. It has been the number one thing people have wanted to talk about. It feels like we're at a fork in the road with Kadarius Tony in his career. It has gone really, really poorly these last couple of weeks. The penalty against the Buffalo Bills, the another, I mean, this was a meet the parents volleyball. Just, it was another, <laughs> just another one this week. It's just bad. It's, it's really, really bad. Uh, this is what Rob Gronkowski had to say earlier today on FanDuel about uh, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony is an athletic freak. The guy can run routes like no other. He can, he can return punts. But when you're making costly mistakes like that, in and out. I mean, from beginning of the season to the uh, to middle of the season, throughout your whole career, it's kind of like you just don't love the game of football. You're just out there because you're just so athletic that you were born with that type of athleticism, but you're not out there to be the best teammate you can be or best football player that you can be because those mistakes that he's making should have been corrected after the first time. If you love the game of football, you go back to the locker room, you take accountability of it all. You go, you go hit the practice field. You make sure you look that ball in, catch it and tuck it and secure that ball well. And that's what you do if you love football. And then you don't make that mistake again. But when you keep making mistakes like that, you must not be that much into the game and you must not love the game. This is where I think the Chiefs are maybe the most different from last year. I think Eric B. Enemy would have made an example out of somebody in that wide receiver room. We saw him do that with Le'Veon Bell. We saw him do that with LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. At some point, this isn't working for me anymore. This isn't working for this offense anymore. And I think it's time for you to find something else to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Um, and I know that there's been a lot of, of folks that are, are that say the the Chiefs are, are missing Eric Bieniemy. I, I kind of look at these as, as two separate situations. Uh, you know, this team is uh, right in position to get second in the AFC. I know it's down by their standards. I, I don't think it has anything to do with the coaching staff. I just think at a certain point, you got to look at the player. And this particular player has been 
very disappointing this year. Had really, really high expectations uh, coming into the season. They leaned in and, and called him the, the number one receiver. We just have not seen that, and it started with the first opening minutes of training camp where he suffers an injury, ends up missing the whole camp. Uh, they, they managed to get him back for that initial game. Not a great week one look with all the drops and probably cost the Chiefs the game then. Up and down injuries the rest of the year. Finally, it seems like, okay, maybe getting into a groove, the offsides penalty. Then the the interception that he caused last week. And now it's to the point where it's, it's getting late early, as they say. And I, I think the Chiefs are running out of patience. They're running out of time with them. You go back to Monday, I asked Andy Reid about a potential cutback of of Tony's opportunities. He declined to really get into it, but he essentially said that Tony knows he has to catch the ball. A few minutes later, another reporter asked about Richie James and his opportunities, and Andy Reid leaned in and said, we got to get that guy on the field. And so that should tell you that I think a, a potential change of guard could be on the way. And as you were alluding to earlier in your show, CDOT, I am eager to see what the snap counts look uh, after this Christmas game on Tuesday. So this is kind of where I am with Kadarius Tony and a major reason of why I'm ready to just cut bait now. Something has gone wrong at almost every single turn this year. From the moment they got to St. Joe, something went wrong. Yeah, it's been bad. Something went wrong. Yeah. First, first day, first drill, something went wrong. Have you ever had one of those kind of days where everything just went wrong and you know what you decided – I mean, I'm just going to go to bed at like 830 today, you know, <laughs> try again tomorrow. I'm just going to I just got to I just got to take a shower. I got to get something to eat. I'm going to bed early and hopefully tomorrow is better. That's why I am to... with Kadarius Tony training camp went poorly. Yeah. First game went poorly after the bye went poorly heading into Christmas time. What positive memory do we have from Kadarius Tony this year? How has he helped the Chiefs win games? How has he helped them win this division? And it's a shame, too, because. It was coming off a championship game in, in the Super Bowl where I think he played a, a huge impact. Uh, and and so, you know, you, you look at what's happened this year, and, and I understand the fans' frustration, but everything is part of your story, right? Like, I, I don't know how that game goes if he doesn't break off that punt return. And, I, and like, maybe that's his role now, right? If, if Richie James is going to get more offensive snaps, uh, typically what the Chiefs do with these bigger role players in their offense is they – dial back the returner stuff, maybe that you see some of those gadget touches. Maybe you see him more so as this impromptu running back, this uh, punt returner, potential kick returner, that type of deal. I don't think they're going to completely phase out Kadarius Tony, but I do think he's in line for a role change for at least a while. You know, it's gotten to the point where you can't just keep, I think, plugging this guy in and expect things to change. Uh, you saw the frustration from Patrick Mahomes and, Kudos to Mahomes for acting like he does at the podium. Never throws anyone under the bus, but in game he he acts on raw emotion, and and I think you saw him react properly to what has been a, a frustrating year for someone they had a lot of high hopes would take that next step. And kudos to them, right? They take a lot of criticism, and I see this coming through on the text line, and they're right. They developed a, a rookie wide receiver, right? Like there's so much complaining about the wide receivers and the personnel staff and the coaching staff. Oh, the Chiefs. They don't have a wide receiver. They didn't do a good enough job. It's like, well, they have the, one of the best rookie wide receivers in the league. And, you know, you may look back a couple of years from now, and he may be the best uh, of this bunch. In the past four weeks, uh, Rasheed Rice has numbers among wide receivers, not just the rookies. We're not just talking about rookies. We're talking about wide receivers in the top five range. 
So now they have a true number one wide receiver, and that has afforded them the ability to maybe go away from Tony in one of those secondary roles if they have to. Over the last 25 times, Patrick Mahomes has thrown Kadarius Tony the ball. The last 25 times, Uh-oh. he has gotten 92 yards. He has five carries in those games for negative two yards. You know, quick quick math tells me that's about four, four or so yards, maybe three and a half a uh, a catch there. That's not good. See that what math? are we doing? It's not good. It's over. That's why they call I me understand. The human we did calculator. our best. We did our best. Yeah. We tried to make it work. It's over. Let's cut base. I really want to see where they are with Richie James. Like I, I have a belief when I go on vacation that life is too short to leave this vacation with questions. Like, I'm here. I don't know if I'll ever come back to this place. <laughs> if I'm looking at the menu and I re- like, I'm looking at that dessert, and that dessert looks really good. Creme brulee. Life is too short to leave this vacation with questions. Man, I really wish I would have ordered. In the end, is that $18 going to? No, it's not changing anything. So just order it. Life is too short for the Chiefs to go into the regular season uncertain of what they have in Richie James. They haven't played him nearly enough to know whether or not he can help them this year. They've thrown the ball to Richie James eight times this year. I, yeah. eight, eight times they've thrown it to him. They haven't incorporated him in their offense. He hasn't been on the field enough for them to incorporate him in the offense. Do not go into the postseason. Mm-hmm. With with any level of uncertainty regarding Richie James, a guy who just last year on an on a actual NFL team had 600 yards receiving. Don't do that. Yeah, I, I pulled this stat the other day. I, I told you for my my segment I do on Tuesdays with KSHB 41. I know Aaron Ladd just just left. I'm a I'm a part timer over there. But last three games for Richie James, he's only had 17 offensive snaps, three catches for 33 yards. You think about the opportunities for uh, Tony and, and for Sky Moore. I know Sky Moore is on IR now, but that's more yardage than both of those players uh, have been able to, to to manage with their opportunities. I think the writing is on the wall. Uh, I think kudos to Andy Reid also for uh, answering this question directly during our our media um, you know media opportunity that we have with him on Mondays. He he said that that Richie James needs to be on the field. Uh, more and then you know when he was asked about Tony he he kind of declined to talk about it so seems to be trending in that direction but uh, as you like to say C dot the actions speak louder than words we'll see those snap counts on Tuesday all right this is what I want to do for the hits today with my guy Quinn hit it Quinn while you're stuck in traffic on your drive home, The Drive gets you caught up on the biggest sports stories in Kansas City and around the country. It's The Hits, only on The Drive, number one. This is what we're going to do for The Hits today. We're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to play some Christmas songs for you, and I just want to know how you feel about these Christmas songs. How they make me feel in general. Yeah, I yeah. just want to see where you are on these songs. So let, let's do five of these. Let's do five. We got five hits. Okay. I'll play five of these Christmas songs for you on the drive home for people. This is song number one. You know, your feet were bobbing your head. I'm a. You look like Linus from Christmas Brown. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll be forthcoming here. I'm a. I'm a 35 year old man. You play that song in my ears. I feel like I can go sit on Santa's lap, tell him what I want for Christmas, and I might go do it. 
I, I'd do it. That took a turn I wasn't expecting. Especially when you factor in that was Michael Jackson singing, too. You know what? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll take a coffee machine for Christmas. How about that? <laughs> so you're giving thumbs up, thumbs down to Santa Big Claus is coming to town. All right. Yeah. Love that song. That song might have a little too much soul for our guy Quentin over there. It's not the kind of music Quentin likes. It was I way, love it was that way one. too soulful for Quentin. That's a five out of five, baby. Hit number two. 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 Playing Christmas songs for P-Tween. So this makes me feel I think of Mean Girls when I hear this song. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good one. Do you consider Mean Girls to be a Christmas movie? No. Uh, great fun. movie though. It's phenomenal. It's the it's the breakfast club of its generation. You know movies kind of hit when like you're uh, dating myself here but when you're flipping the channels and you kind of oh, like, uh, watch watch Girls. this for a little while. Yeah, so that's one of those movies. Uh that that song kind of gives you the energy of you're walking and it's kind of got some snow flurries but you know you're bundled up and you're you're kind of window shopping a little bit and you see that train coming by. That's the feeling I get from that song. Let me ask uh, Pete Sweeney a question. When you were in college and a girl was coming over to watch a movie back mm-hmm. in Syracuse, what was the movie that you ended up watching? Oh, uh, my my friend gave me this recommendation one time. Goodwill Hunting, right? Because everyone oh. everyone has seen it. You know, you kind of know how it ends. So if you have to stop you know, in the middle, that's fine. I mean, you know, you kind of know know what what will happen uh, and how it plays out. What was big? Uh, Chappelle show was uh, big for me. Uh, Hitch, that was my movie. Loved Hitch. Do you like uh, apples? Well, I just got a number. How do you like them apples? Come on. Okay. What Hit number three? <laughs> What's wrong with that? You're just a funny guy. <laughs> You're just a comedian. You're funny to me. All right, here's his song number three. Oh, rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe mm. hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around. Let me ask you this question. Sure. Let me ask you this question. What do you think Kevin McAllister grew up to be? Like, what do you think? We're talking about fictional characters? Yeah, no. In, in the movie Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, what do you think Kevin McAllister, like, what do you, now that he's an adult, what mm-hmm. job do you think Kevin McAllister has? Because I'm well, telling you, he was one of the greatest engineers of its time. The way you can yeah. put those contraptions. You remember whenever he had the trains and the Michael right. Jordan cut out? I mean, what do you think Kevin McAllister is? You can go in two directions. He seemed to be really uh, fond of that toy store owner. So I could see a following in the footsteps situation. I also could see a, a therapist. I, I feel like <laughs> with those two, it. he needed a lot he got of therapy. Left multiple times at and home. I imagine he went through a lot of therapy uh, from, from being uh, left alone. And and then later on, he decided I'm going to get back by going to school and getting my master's, and I'm going to be be a, th- a child's therapist. So, you know, toy store owner or child's therapist, something with with helping children. I would I'd imagine so I for d- Kevin. You know what my favorite part of the movie is? This is my favorite part of the movie. Whenever they're in the plane and Uncle Frank and his wife are on there, and he's like trying to convince her to put the forks 
in her purse, mm-hmm. that's 100% me. What, yeah. are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Like, they got enough. We, we need these. Yeah. Put them in your That was me. I was Uncle Frank. I can admit that. Yeah, that's good. That's Put them in your purse. That's a, that's a good person to be in, in that, that world. He kind of, he wasn't good. Who's that? The, the adults in the movie Home Alone, very few of them are good. I, I get a new Christmas sweater uh, every year, and this year the one I purchased is uh, is Home Alone themed. So I'm excited. About I want to see it because right now you're wearing a this, you're wearing Hey Arnold right now. Us. This is us. What's your favorite Nickelodeon cartoon? Hey Arnold is up there. I used to watch a lot of Doug. <laughs> Pete, I love Doug. How do you the mayo on my sandwich? Yeah, no, I love Doug. Come on. I, Doug's my number one. And Harold's my number two. Yeah, Doug. Doug. Where are you at on Rugrats? I liked Rugrats when I was younger. Um, kind of grew out of Rugrats. I, I feel like Hey Arnold and, and Doug are a little bit more timeless. Were you a SpongeBob guy? That's when I was out. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it, but, um, I probably watched more of it cause I had a, a, a younger sister who was very obsessed with SpongeBob. So, uh, I didn't like, I kind of was a little bit older for when SpongeBob got popular, but I ended up watching a lot cause I, you know, would, would be with my sister who loved it. So. You want to know when I realized Nickelodeon wasn't for me anymore? Cat dog. Yeah. When they introduced cat dog and SpongeBob, that's when I knew it was time for me to make that transition over to, to, to Disney Channel. Cat dog was like a, a Siamese. It was a really bad animal show. situation. It was a really, really bad show. You, you almost hope that, that that existed in real life. I feel like a lot of people <laughs> would want a cat dog. Hit number four. 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 Playing Christmas songs for Pete Sweeney. Yeah. You like the song? Yeah, you know. Thumbs down. It's big. It's really big. It makes you think of the plaza lighting. Or <laughs> that's uh, a good no, that's good. Or the Rockettes. You know, something like that. Uh, a little big. You got to be really in the right mood for mood for this one. You got to be. Re- it almost has to be Christmas Day. This or is definitely Quentin's favorite Christmas song. Well, I mean, I played Feliz Navidad earlier, and that's a banger. I also like Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock is nice. Yeah. Um, you know what? Does, you know what? Christmas song doesn't get enough love. Run, Run Rudolph. Run, Run Rudolph doesn't get nearly the respect that it deserves. Right. It's a timeless, timeless anthem. I can't even hear it really in my head, Run, Run, Rudolph. How does it go? Run, Run, Rudolph. Remember at Home Alone where they're running through the oh, airport? Oh, yeah, okay. I and then it. they get there, right? At, they, yeah, I don't know, that one's good. I don't know how they got 13 people through security on Christmas, and they, I just, I don't know how they it's did it. It's a different it, time back then, C-Dot. They did it. No, they did it, though. I mean, at O'Hare? I don't know. Back then, I mean, they, they they got there like it was KCI in the movie. Like, yeah, you maybe could have done that KCI in 1993. Mm-hmm. There's never been a time where you're getting 11 people through security at O'Hare around Christmas. The, no. the the new KCI would even be a problem. I mean, it would have to be it would have to be the former version. Um, do you like the new airport? Yeah, you didn't say that with a lot of conviction. Yeah, I do. I think it was just I think it was built up a lot, and and it you know it, by how much we talked about it, you you were expecting like grand grand, I, and I think it's nice. I mean, I I think it's now up to par with the rest of America, which is. Which is all we needed them to be. Which is what what you want. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of built as it was like going to be like the Taj Mahal or something. And I just feel like I don't even a lot of hype. Lot of, it was like airport. Kadarius Tony. Like it was like a lot of hype. Um, oh, it's lived up to the hype, though. I don't even remember the old airport. That's how like unmemorable it was. Mm. This new airport is better in every. The only. I mean, I understand. 
It is the other airport. The old airport was. It was really good I, if you run late. That was the that was the I, only big advantage of the other. If you were somebody that runs late, you love the old airport because I mean you could you could show up eight minutes before your plane boards and you could still get there. You can't do that now. Yeah. But everything else, it's 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 astronomically better. I have a key gripe that I think that pops into my mind when I think about new MCI KCI. I'm I love Dunkin' Donuts. I live. Uh, in the West Plaza, and sometimes I'll drive over here because I like Dunkin' Donuts. There's not too many in Kansas City. Anyway, there is one in KCI, but it's outside the gate. So I get there, and I'm like, do I get this coffee and just try to, like, <laughs> slurp it down? They don't have they don't a like... Dunkin' Donuts inside the gate? No, they, li- they don't because you you're not allowed to bring drinks inside past security. I'm serious. They don't have one inside the like, gate? Because I, I know a... the one you're talking about. I mean, everybody's right small... there in the front. Do I get a small and just try to... Burn my esophagus? I there don't has do to that. be one on the other. There's a Auntie Anne's pretzels on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. You know, it's the morning. I'm flying out. Do I want an Auntie M's pretzel? I want a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play one more song for you, Pete Sweeney. Hit the button. Five. Oh, you know, today's a different day when we get to hit number five, especially in mid-December. <laughs> it's never five hits. five Christmas song for me. This is uh, very much inside my uh, top five. It's just it's just a great song, you know? Yeah. It's an amazing song. That gives me... Hall- it's just a great song. It doesn't matter. It's a Christmas song. It's just a great song. That gives me Hallmark Hallmark movie vibes, like where there's a montage where she's getting ready. Um, she's a businesswoman, and she gets back home, and, you know, there's that old town boy that she never gave a chance, and she's getting ready for the date, they inevitably will go on to fall in love. Um, that's that song for me. The text line is saying that there's a Dunkin' Donuts inside the inside the gate. That's yeah, what I'm learning new, a new thing. Thank you for that information. I apologize to uh, MCI, and uh, I'm it's sure by the uh, the jazz bar there. I'm sure the email that I'm going to get from Mayor Q saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. In so there. I take everything back. So now you know, you know, you Apologize. don't have to down that coffee really quickly. You can, uh, you know, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna wait, wait till you uh, get through yeah, security first. Yeah, I got. One, you know, you asked me for New Year's resolutions before. One thing I would like to do is get pre-check. I mean, that, that is a game changer. So I'm gonna. Mm, I'm, I signed up for the uh, the trial of Clear. What's that? TSA pre-check, just a different one. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll do that one. But no, the TSA pre-check, you get it for five years. It's like mm. $70. Yeah, absolutely. I got to get that. That's my 2024. I need to go. Done waiting. No I more... just signed up for the clear. They gave me three free months. I'm like, hey. I... No more lines for Big Daddy Sweet in 2020. No, done. Done. The clear lines yeah, quick. In and out. <laughs> in and out. Not playing any <laughs> games. I just used it. It's great. I'm using it to go to Dallas for the Cotton Bowl. Can't wait. Uh, Pete Sweeney, man, I don't think I will see you between now and Christmas, but. I appreciate your friendship, man. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and uh, Happy New Year. And, uh, look, I can't wait to be talking about uh, all the Richie James snap counts next week. It's I can't wait. No, I'm thrilled. Merry James. <laughs> That's our guy, Pete Sweetie. Averro at Pride. Keep it right here. It's The Drive on 6th and Sports Radio, 6th and Sports.com in the Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yep. Back in on the drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. So... There was a story today regarding uh, Kadarius Tony, and this piece of audio comes from Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski has been the most verbal person this week regarding Kadarius Tony. Here's what Gronk had to say earlier today. Kadarius Tony is an athletic freak. The guy can run routes like no other. He can he can return punts, but when you're making costly mistakes like that. In and out. I mean, from beginning of the season to the uh, to middle of the season, throughout your whole career, it's kind of like you just don't love the game of football. You're just out there because you're just so athletic that you were born with that type of athleticism. But you're not out there to be the best teammate you can be or best football player that you can be because those mistakes that he's making should have been corrected after the first time. If you love the game of football, you go back to the locker room, you take accountability of it all. You go, you go hit the practice field. You make sure you look that ball in, catch it and tuck it and secure that ball. Well, and that's what you do if you love football and then you don't make that mistake again. But when you keep making mistakes like that, you must not be that much into the game and you must not love the game. This is a really interesting time in Kadarius Tony's career. So since he was a first-round pick, and I know he wasn't a first-round pick of the Chiefs, but he was still drafted in round one, the Chiefs at the end of this year have the ability to pick up a fifth-year option for him. Now, I don't think that they are going to do that just based on how he played. That would be ludicrous for them to do so. But, I mean, this is a really important next 13 months in Kadarius Tony's career and where it's going to go. He has taken a lot of criticism over the last few months or so and how you respond really well to that criticism. If I was the Chiefs, I would make him inactive this week. And I would give those opportunities to Richie James and see what we have. 
Like, I think there has to be some measure of accountability that has to be given towards Kadarius Toney. And I'm not really sure if it's been given at this point. Here's what Nate Taylor had to say when he was asked this question. This question came up because Sky Moore. Sky Moore is not going to play for the rest of the regular season. He has been placed on the injured reserve list, so he has to be out for a month before he can come back. We'll see if he's able to come back between now and the end of the season. Somebody has to get those snaps. Somebody has to get those, albeit limited, opportunities that Sky Moore had. Who's going to make the most of them? I think it should be Rishi James. Here's what Nate Taylor had to say. If it were up to me, um, and this is based on understanding how the team works, the positions, the roles. Um, it, it's time for Kadarius Tony to take a to take a game. It's time for him to sit yeah. down, um, understand the consequences. Everybody knows he wants to be out there. Everybody knows he's really competitive, um, but it's got to hurt. And the only way to make it hurt is a very reduced role, emergency player. If somebody else gets hurt, maybe you'll get in, but you're not playing your usual amount of snaps against the Raiders, which leads me to say that Rasheed Rice is your number one receiver. Uh, They made a distinction Sunday against the Patriots that Justin Watson is wide receiver, too, as of right now. You still have Marquez Valdez-Scanlon as your deep threat, your your, your wide receiver three. And right now, based on what Andy Reid told us on Monday, it looks like Richie James is probably wide receiver four. Those are your four guys that you can really go with from now – through the rest of the sprint towards the playoffs. And if you want to sprinkle in a little bit of Justin Ross in some red zone one-on-one jump ball opportunities like you kind of saw in the Minnesota game, sure, that's fine. So that was Nate Taylor on Cody and Gold. That's how I would handle it. That's what I've been saying this entire last two months. I would shorten the rotation, and this would be my rotation. Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson, MVS and Richie James. I think those are your four best options at wide receiver. And I understand that MVS has been frustrating, but there is a speed. He is a veteran. He can run that deep route. He is just the best of a bad option. They don't have a lot of good options now, but right now it's about being solution oriented. I would run with those four weapons. You've got your three running backs. You've got Pacheco, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Jarek McKinnon, and you use them very similar to how you did last year. Pacheco was your running option, and then you use McKinnon, you use Pacheco, you use Clyde Everett-Hilaire, you use them in the passing game. That worked for you. You had 100 yards receiving from your wide or from your running backs in the last game. When you combine what you got from them and their production, you can continue to live with that. You've got your two tight ends with Travis Kelsey and Noah Gray. I mean, you can live with that eight. That's not the most talented eight that you're going to put up there. It's not one of the better units. But if you were telling me that you're going to run with those eight, those nine players down the stretch, I think you feel really good. I will continue to believe that one of the problems with this team is we've been letting too many guys get opportunities. This team is not deep enough for their number five, number six, and number seven wide receiver to be involved. Let's really figure out the four that we really like. Let's pour our resources into them. Let's try to get Noah Gray a little bit more involved. Let's trust our running game, and let's see where that can take us in the postseason. I want to play for you guys what Nate Taylor had to say. You can obviously use Jarek McKinnon. Uh, They have Noah Gray. I just think they're going to try to be a little bit more multiple, and because the weather's going to change, it's going to get colder, it's going to get more of a grind type of feel. They're not going to be as explosive. You're, you're asking 
Marquez Valdez Scanlon, Justin Watson to make one play downfield each, right? Similar to what Watson did against the Patriots, which means you lean on the running game, you lean on play action, and you spread the ball around to where, um, hey, if they're going to double Travis Kelsey, that's great. You knew that's what the Patriots were going to do. So it is impressive to me that Rasheed Rice was ready to take on the responsibility of moving the chains when you know a defense is going to sort of make Travis Kelsey their focal point. That's what you're going to see in the postseason as well. Um, But it is helpful that when Patrick Mahomes is as accurate and as on time as he was against the Patriots, they have other options than receivers to move the football. That was Nate Taylor when talking about the rotation for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we are at the point in the year that you got to start making some tough decisions. I think what has pro- what has happened is we try to make everybody a little bit happy. Hey, let's get him a touch. Let's get him a touch. Let's get him involved. We're past that point. I'm not interested in getting everybody involved. At this point, to me, you have wasted too much time trying to get this guy one touch, this guy a couple of touch. No, let's give those three opportunities to Richie James and let's see what happened. They've thrown the ball to Richie James eight times this season they just haven't really done a whole lot with trying to get him involved let's play for you guys what Danon Hughes had to say about Kadarius Tony and his struggles over the last couple of weeks it's unfortunate because you you don't get to this level you don't get to the position of being a first round pick uh, with not being able to catch the ball but when it rains it pours and that's what it's doing in Kadarius Tony's life as far as on the field and it's it's tough to watch because it's the most basic fundamental thing as a wide receiver is to catch the ball. And the fact that not only is he dropping them, but he's dropping them in the hands of the opponents on a couple of occasions makes it really tough. My question with Kadarius Tony is very simple. Are you willing to take that risk? You took that risk in week one, it cost you. You took that risk in the game against Buffalo, a big game, you miss. Now, I wouldn't say you took that risk in the Patriots game. That game felt. But even in that scenario, man, every mistake gets magnified tenfold between now and the end of the season with how important this is. The Chiefs have everything that's in front of them. They can still get the one seed. They obviously can still win their division. They can make a run in the postseason. Can you live with yourself continuing to try to figure this thing out with Kadarius, Tony, and seeing what possibly happens? That's not a dice roll that I'm willing to make. We'll see if the Chiefs are willing to make that dice roll. Keep it right here. It's the drive on. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Next on Sports Radio. 913-586-7610. CDOT, what if using the wide receiver rotation, the way that they have is what's keeping the wide receiver room healthy? I would say, though, it has then put a strain on some of your other players. If they were better at wide receiver, Travis Kelsey wouldn't have to be on the field as much. Travis Kelsey's 34 years old. He's clear. He's clearly not 100% himself. We can disagree on why that is. Age, whatever it is injuries, whatever it is, at 34 years old, he's playing 80% of the snaps for the Chiefs. If they were better at wide receiver, it would take a strain off of a lot of things. Like, I, they are a team that's still trying to figure out what works for them offensively and what doesn't work. So maybe that was a philosophy that we could have had earlier in the season. They got three games left. If this team doesn't get the one seed, and I, I just, I think Baltimore is going to get the one seed. If they don't get the one seed, they are one month away. They are one month away from a playoff game. One month away. It's go time. So on the text line says, Kelsey on the field is needing, having the ability to keep, having the ability to keep Kelsey off the field, a Hall of Famer is a glass half full, not just half full. I'm not saying that Kelsey wouldn't be playing at all. I think they obviously are playing Kelsey at the snaps that they are playing at because they don't really have a choice. Otherwise he has to play as much as they have, or what else are you doing offensively? Like you would probably like to get his snap count down at this point in the season. And I think after they clinch the AFC West, I think that's going to be the play and the plan moving forward. I don't think you want Kelsey playing as much as they probably do at this stage in his career to keep his body fresh, especially if you're not going to get a bye and some time off. This is another point, and it's, I don't know if people feel bad for the Chiefs in this. They've just played more football than everybody else. Like, I think we look at the offseason as, oh, well, you didn't play four times. If we look at the games that the Chiefs have played over the last four or five years, they've played more games than everybody because they've just made deep runs into the postseason. So your recovery time, you get surgery in the offseason. Like, we don't find out about every knee scope, every shoulder surgery, all of those things. The Chiefs have just played, especially Kelsey. You've been playing at this high level for a decade straight. And having a little bit of time less where you don't have to be on the field 80%, getting double teamed, getting bumped at the line of scrimmage, that, I, I, that could be a, a big, big plus for the Chiefs down the stretch. I think they could really use that. I think especially if Noah Gray continues to be effective over the middle of the field, and I know everybody in this building is like, can you please play Noah Gray more? But if you are able to run similar routes with Noah Gray, 
as Travis Kelsey does, maybe you can swap those guys out. I know it's not a perfect replacement. Travis Kelsey is a Hall of Famer. Noah Gray is just another tight end in the NFL. But I agree with you. Trim some of the fat of some of the wide receiver snaps and bring in guys that you think that, you know, can actually make some of those plays and are consistently enough, I guess. I mean, it's sort of a rock and a hard place here. I do have a question for you. You talked about cutting back Kadarius Tony snaps. How do you feel about using him in the backfield like they did uh, for a snap against the Patriots? I'd be interested in them trying that. Sort of I, like that Debo Samuel role minus the wide receiver stuff. I'd be interested in them trying that. I'd be, I mean, I'm open to that. I'm open to finding at this point, them trying to make him wide receiver two or three is not working. They've tried that. He's been on the he's been on the team now for 20 games. He's never developed into that wide receiver. Now, if you want to use him as a special teamer gadget player in that way, maybe he could have some value. We'll give it to him on a trick play. We'll give it to him on an end around. We'll try to get him the ball in space. But right now, I would say they are looking at Kadarius Tony. I don't want to say that he's a player that they are depending on. He got four targets in the last game. Like, he is very much a part of their offense. I think that time has to be nearing its end. It has to be nearing its end. I don't think that he has done enough, I would say, to continue to get the amount of opportunities that they have given him in the offense. And it's time to just go in a completely different direction. Like, I'm looking at the game last week. I mean, it's what you would expect. I mean, number one on the team was Rasheed Rice. Number two was Travis Kelsey. It should be. Number three in targets was Kadarius Toney with four. They threw it to him four times. He got two catches for five yards, and he resulted in one of them being an interception. Like, one of those targets. I, he was a negative influence in the game. I would use him in special teams. If you want to use him periodically on those end rounds, sure. But in terms of throwing it to him four, five, six times, as they've done a couple of times earlier in the season, I, I don't have any interest in doing that anymore. No interest in doing that. Coming up after us, we'll get to Arrowhead Pride Radio. Pete Sweeney's going to be in studio. Our guy Dusty Likens is also going to be in studio. If you guys missed it earlier today, Quentin, who's filling in for Rob for the next couple of days, Rob is off on vacation celebrating a little Christmas time. We went through Quentin's Spotify wrapped. These were his top five songs. The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Drink in My Hand by Eric Church. Enter Sandman by Metallica. And Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. Bangers. Oh, heaters. Five just heat rocks. Timeless music. I appreciate you guys listening and making us a part of your day. Thank you so much for being here. Back again tomorrow. Binkley will be here. We'll do beers with Bink. We'll have a great time. Speaking of beers with Bink, Friday, January 12th, starting at 6, we're going to be at Cinderblock Brewery. It's our third annual playoff Pilsner release. Dusty Likens will be there. Everybody will be there. And they're doing a special tailgate menu. Wings, loaded macaroni and cheese, barbecue sandwiches. Let me tell you, it will be a time. It's one of my favorite things that we do as a station every single year. Hopefully you're there. I'll be there. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Take care of yourself. It's the drive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.